All right. Good morning, evening, day, whatever time of day it is for you out there. My name is Bob Nelson. I am the principal dude here at Rick Cave Media. And joining me for today's podcast is none other than the amazing author, Jay Ajunta. Welcome, Joe. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the Warden's legacy today, as promised. So, uh how are you i feel like i haven't seen you in a while like it's been a while i don't know i don't know so you got a new book coming out you like it i liked it uh what four years ago however long it was when i wrote it <laughs> how long has it taken to get the artwork on that yeah like whatever years, right? uh, something like that yeah it's taking a long time yeah so uh warden's legacy it comes out the 28th of february you can actually pre-order it most everywhere but amazon uh well i kind of i kind of burned that bridge with amazon they do you can do well ebooks you can do it can't do it on yeah, in paperbacks yeah i picked a date and didn't have the ebook ready on that date so they uh just a year just a year just a year but anyway, so uh, all the other major services, so Kobo, Apple Books, Google, um, uh, there's another one, Barnes and Noble. It's all out. It's all out on. It's all out on pre-order out there. Should be on pre-order. Uh, you can pre-order paperbacks as well because I that went live. So if you've got a favorite bookstore, you should be able to go to that bookstore and they should be able to pull it up and pre-order it for you so that it can get to you close to launch day which is a week away from it's the 28th uh-huh. so a week from saturday or a week from sunday so this is a totally different fantasy book for you is it? <laughs> <laughs> i think it is uh, i don't know i mean the uh, <clears throat> maybe the main character yeah i well i think here's the deal right so you had the ascension trilogy and i think Honestly, in terms of of your writing style, the Ascension trilogy is kind of like in the middle of your writing style. Yeah, it's like a classical. Thing. Yeah, and then you got War Golem, which is over here on the left, which is a little bit. I wrote that on a Google. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, let's just say linguistically open, if you will. That's, that's a very select target audience. And then I think you've got, I think Warden's is going to be over here on the right. So. Um, I mean, I still think it's classical fantasy. It's just the setting is different because it's everything is. Different. Almost post-apocalyptic. I, it's it's dystopian, right? Yeah, I, that's the way I would describe it. Uh, yeah, everything's destroyed, you know. And then the main character is so different, and I purposely didn't change point of view for the entire book, right? Because doing it would reveal like major spoilers, right? Right. So right. I stuck with that character, and you know, the main character is a dragon, and he's got a very uh, his perception, like the way he sees the world, is so unique, so different. Um, you know, I tried to write him as, as having synesthesia. Right. So he uses all of his senses, whatever. So that was kind of difficult to write. <clears throat> and I think it colored the narrative. I, 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 and I know, um, I know Sharon loves the book. I know that she's really enamored with the book. And I think that this, this book is, is one of those books that really could hit a home run 
with a wider audience, right? I mean, I think, you know, the Ascension Trilogy has got a definite audience. And, of course, War has got a definite audience. And um, <laughs> notice how I dance. I love talking about War Notice how I dance around that a lot. Um, it is literally the only story I've ever cursed it is War Yeah. But, it, you know what? It works. I think it works yeah. for the purposes of the story. Yeah, there's no cursing in the narrative. It's all dialogue, and it's all specific to that one character. Right. I, I, and it, honestly, it's been popular over the last month and a half. Um, yeah. It's you know People are downloading it. They're reading it. Um, but I think that this is like that evolution of your writing style to that next level, which I think is going to be really exciting for people to read. I think, yeah, it's got a, a wider audience that it's intended. So your your main character, and I think we can, I think we can talk about him a little bit here. Um, your main character's name is Stone. Stonefall. Yeah. And he's not an old dragon. No, he's only at the start of the story. He's only ten years old, but he's he has kind of a his understanding of the world is kind of warped because of the way he was raised. Right. And the, the story gets into that. I don't want to give away spoilers. Yeah. Right yeah. Thing, but yeah. yeah, he doesn't actually know what he here is. Like he thinks much more time has passed since the world was you know, burned, right because he by dragons because yeah. the way his mother raised him she told him a bunch of stories misled him a little bit yeah yeah so it's not until he meets other people that he starts finding out what really happened so does this does this world exist in the same universe as because uh, I know like people do that all the time yeah it doesn't I actually um, I think I called the planet something. But the it's similar, like there's similarities. Yeah, it's not the I I tried to be kind of vague with the magic system. It's like a really soft magic system. Um, but no, it, it doesn't take place in this, like in the Ascension. Yeah, the really Ascension didn't. Universe or whatever. No, I didn't do that. Because I don't. The Wargom doesn't even do that, does it? Wargom. A little bit. Does just, it? Just a little bit. Like I kind of I, I kind of mirrored the uh, magic system, and, like tweaked it a little. And I think I even called the planet Talus. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it's uh, it's not definitely not at the same time as the trilogy. Okay, okay. So this this book, when this book comes out, um, you know, obviously this is going to be a pretty good run. You've got, what, three books in this four years. Seven. Well, yeah, but just in the last four years, since since uh, Supernal Dawn, then this, then, uh, you know. No, Supernal Dawn, work on. In this. I actually wrote this before Wargolem. Well, right. Yeah, I remember we were that. Waiting, waiting on the, the artwork. We went through like three different artists. I know. And it, it, the exciting part is that when we did finally get one, we got the one I think we should have just gone after in the first place. Well, he wasn't uh, available. I asked. So. He, and he didn't have time four years ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when, I, when we asked him this time, he was between projects. Right. Right. So we're going to actually publish an interview with him. I just sent him uh, interview questions earlier today. And so we're, once the book comes out, we'll publish on the Brickade blog uh, two two posts with different questions uh, from Henning uh, Ludwigsen uh, about his experience doing War Golem, some of his history with Joe. Well, he, didn't, he didn't do War Golem. I mean, uh, sorry, Wardens. The, yeah, he did the, uh, Ascension. The Guardians. He yeah, he did, did the Guardians, right. Yeah. So I think he's going to have some good stories to tell. Yeah. Um, and then this is the first book where I didn't do interior art. Right. Yeah. He's a fantastic, he's just an amazing artist. He, he does a lot of work. 
you I mean you could just sit on his website for days and just go through all of his examples and stuff. I mean Yeah, he does tutorials. And uh yeah, well he's not um he's not the least expensive artist either. Yeah. Uh, his price has gone up, you know, what it was when was Ascension Joy? It was years well, ago. Yeah, almost but, ten years ago but now. Still I mean <clears throat> I think it's worth it. I mean Absolutely. Absolutely. It, uh, like how fast he did it. I mean, he did the cover for for Warden's in just a few weeks. Right, right. So um, let's let's talk a little bit about the dragons because the dragons are a central pillar to this story, obviously. Right. right. Um, when you approach them, and I'm going to use the word culture. When you approach them as a culture, um, they're obviously. I don't want to. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. Um, but but like. How how did you build that sort of mythology about that? In other words, when when did you decide okay, dragons are going to be the central pillar of this, and this is how they're going to interact with that? And right, okay. So the thought process was: I started out the story. I knew I wanted the main character to be a dragon, and then I built the story from there. So I said, all right, well, he's a dragon. What what uh, so I, I figured that out, and then from there, I was able to um, to figure out his specific backstory to tie it into the history of Yarn's kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was kind of tailor fit, and then I, you know, I purposely reveal things in an odd way, like you don't get this big info dump. If anything, you get misled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get misled at the beginning, you know, and then find out how things really are by the end like really the big reveal is probably in the last two chapters yeah so you people that skip to the end don't skip to the end just oh yeah don't do that don't do that completely ruin the book so there are and i'm trying to think do that people skip to the end yeah dude it's a thing why why i don't know i think they just they're like ah just read the end and i'll know the book no no you're not don't do that and you know what it's a short read this is probably the shortest book i've written it's what 208 it's 210 but it was 250 no it's sure isn't that really yeah oh wow yeah yeah i i but it's worth every page like like really it really is but it's a great like it's it's very good storytelling so every page is worth paying attention to and that's why I didn't make it any longer. I didn't want to pad the story. Like, right. I didn't have anything else that I needed to put in there. So I figured uh, I'll, just, I'll just, you know, wrap it up where it ends. I, don't want, I didn't right. want to go back and, like, add another 50 pages just to have more story. Like, the part where he's flying over, um, I forget what they're called, the dudes that they shoot up into the sky. Like, he's on, the, he's on his way to, see, to, find, yeah, them, to find his father. Mm-hmm. I could have had something happen there but there wasn't anything i wanted to add to the story right and does that if by doing that are you really adding to the story or are you just adding more right yeah Yeah. it's me padding the story yeah plus there's a there's an urgency in that section like i don't want to give anything away but like there's another character who's in danger and the longer he's there but like the worse i would be as the writer because i'd have to explain right the effects of taking too long right right (laughs) 
<clears throat> I don't like loose ends, and I don't like inconsistencies. So, did you write this with the intent of fleshing out that world at all? Or is there going to be more in this world, or was this just kind of like, hey, I had this idea, and I'm... I, I had ideas for, you know, where I would go forward at the end. I knew how it would end from when I started. Right. But I didn't give any more thought to that. Okay. Like, to where it would go. Okay. So, I, I, I left it off in a good place where I could start... And pick up and go somewhere else. It's basically a rebuilding. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um. So also, you know how I I write. I like to hint at other things within the world without having to explain them all. Right. Like uh, you know, with the dwarves, like they're very different kind of dwarves, right? They're almost like the tinkerers you know like right like, like gnomes would be in uh, world of warcraft or <clears throat> right right yeah. and there's, so there's like hints of an entire dwarven society that i don't really go into i just you know explain that one village right right so this was written before war Golf, right yes yeah so so there's a there's the publishing side which probably i should probably talk to more than you but um what else is out there? Like, what else have you got going in there that's, like, around that time when you wrote this, that ideas that you have that you could be like, hey, I could, you know, germinate this and make... Oh, I have... I keep an ideas file of all my stuff. And then I actually... You know how I write down notes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes. Yes, I do. So, you know, I started using uh, Scrivener okay. to take all my notes. Uh-huh. So I've actually got a few notes... Mm-hmm. Um, for different books, probably three or four different books, where I, you know, I've, I've got a, a thick-sized outline of, you know, what I could turn into a story. But I either got sidetracked, or I mean, now I'm working a full-time job, so my time is really limited. I don't have anything started. I just have notes. Okay. On lots of stuff. Like I, I haven't started a, a first scene. Okay. Well, and that's usually where you, that's what you do is you write that first scene and then everything comes after. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I I kind of come off as a plotter, right. but I'm not. Right. Like, I do a lot of plotting. I do a lot of note-taking, and I do a lot of outlining. But I write a scene at a time, and I write those scenes as a pantser. If that makes any sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So, I, <laughs> so every, like, I'll go out, I go for a walk. And I have an idea of what I want the next scene to have. But right. I won't. I figure out the scene on that walk. I go home, I take the notes. Right. And then my uh, strategy, uh, my, whatever you want process. to call it, my process yeah. is to, if I have a last scene, I edit that. Right. And then I take the notes for the current scene, which looks like a rough draft because right. of the outline form that I write in. Yeah, so literally. And I, I flesh that out. <laughs> so literally, I've got. I've got Word documents where you had sent me what you call an outline. Right. And literally, it is almost the entire full novel <laughs> ready to go. It's not ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> because you've basically written every scene and just right. numbered them. Right. So that's what you call an outline. Outline. They're in outline <laughs> form. I just don't use, like, you know, num- uh, Roman numerals and letters. Right. I, just, I break it down into, like, a scene is broken down into actions and dialogue. And, you know, what needs to happen. But I don't flesh out all that stuff until I actually sit down and write. Which comes after you've created a full-length outline. <laughs> I just, I like to know where the story's going to end. If, 
before I start. But the middle is kind of up in the air. Like sometimes, like Warkle, you know, I mean, I, as I'm writing, I come up with all these ideas. Right, like, hey, right. that's kind of cool. How do I make that fit? But it's because I my outlines are so strong, I don't really have to retrofit a lot. Right, because you've, you've I, kind of already... I never have to go yeah, back and yeah. rework things to make so, are there are there pieces of War Gollum or not War Gollum of Wardens that got taken out or just not included? Like maybe you had an idea. And you, you know, um, War Gollum actually started as a different story, or not War Gollum, uh, uh, Wardens. Do you remember Sharon's writing class? Yes. I started the story in that class. Right. As okay. an assignment. Okay. And I started it as a sci-fi story. Interesting. So it wasn't even going to be fantasy. It was going to be sci-fi. Right, and then I rewrote it. I, I changed it. Um, I moved away from the sci-fi. I made it fantasy, and I gave the dragon synesthesia. And then that was the rework in the class. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. But no, nothing is, nothing's been removed. Um, I, didn't ha- um, I didn't skip out on any ideas. Any idea that I had for that story. Just kind of got integrated into it? Yeah. Yeah, you don't. I I've noticed that you don't typically have like chunks that you take out. Nope. Typically, nah, I mean, I, it's I really think about it a lot before right. I start writing. I'm writing it in my head. Basically. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's that's always kind of cool. So, um, this is going to come out in hardbound at the same time as paperback and ebook. Wait, hard copy or like hard? Uh huh. Yeah, hardcover. Uh, well, we're, we have uh, Healers is hardcover now, and uh, Platinum is hardcover now. Well, what are the dimensions? like? Same. Six by nine. Oh, okay. It looks really good. I don't have one here. I'd show it to you. But um, but this will be the first book where we do it at the same time. So we're going to have paperback, hardbound, ebook available. We didn't really have money or time to do audiobook, but we'll get we will get to it. Um, I think I think you wanted to do this first, and I was thinking I wanted to do Ascent or uh, Last Incarnation first. But we'll have I that. Wardens might be a better choice. We'll have that discussion. Yeah. From a well, just publisher. because that one is the start of a trilogy. Right. People, That's people see that as a commitment. Uh, yeah. Wardens but... is a standalone. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's shorter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Read it in a day. There you go. Well, very good. Or listen to it in a day. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you can listen to it in a day. 200 pages, that's probably seven hours, six hours of audio. You could probably get through it in a day if yeah. you if you focus on it. Yeah. All right. So, mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> so um, we're going to do a Facebook Live via Zoom. Now that we've changed that because you didn't want to come down here on a Sunday. So we're going to do a Zoom a simulcast to Facebook Live on, on Sunday the 28th. So, yeah, yeah, we won't have, I mean, we'll, uh, you know, I'll maybe let Sharon come in and pester us if she wants. Um, I'll let it, some of the other authors come in and pester us if they want. But, um. So, like, what? If, let me ask you this: If somebody comes to you and says, "Why should I read Wardens first before I read any other Joe book?" Um. Okay. 
evolving over what twenty years. Yeah, it's yeah. a very tight, concise story. Yeah, well, and that and that would be that would be a similar answer that, that I think sharing would give and Bruce would give would be you know it's the most recent one so the storytelling is stronger because yeah. it depends what you're looking for like the Ascension trilogy like yeah that's an undertaking <laughs> that's a big story <laughs> it's a good story but it's a big story right and this one is um, she's a quicker one shot hmm. uh, so we are 20 minutes in Looks like we've had a couple of people pop in and out. Nobody's asked any questions yet. So thanks for anybody that's listening. Thanks for tuning in. Um, what else you want to talk about? This is your time. Is it? Yeah. Limited is your time. Are you reading? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Are you reading anything right now or are you just busy no, working? I, just, I haven't had time. Like, <clears throat> I get off work, you know, and then I, I exercise. I go for my walk. I get home. I take a shower, eat dinner, and then I've only got like a couple hours before I go to bed. Right. I just usually end up, you know, watching stuff on Netflix. Or Are you gaming at all? Just on the weekend. I don't have time to, uh, during the week to game. So, yeah, I mean, there's games that I that I play or that I want to play, like Dice and Sphere. Is a, right. A new builder. It's like Factorio, Satisfactory. I picked up Valheim, which is a survival builder game. But, uh, I mean, I've got quite a few games. I just haven't even had time to play. Are you doing, uh, are you doing well? No, I, I purposely didn't. I just, Shadowlands just didn't look good to me. And then there's no way I'm going back to Classic for Burgers or whatever. I haven't even gotten out of the start of Shadowlands, Shadowlands? yet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Just, it, doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me. I got, like, I, I was like, okay, so I'm going to go do it. So I went and I got to, like, there's that staging area at the very beginning where you're I don't know. I don't know if I'm not doing something that I should be doing to get out of there or what. Probably. <laughs> I mean, I bought the expansion and I prepped every character on both my accounts for it. Right. But then when it, tam- it came time to do it, I just couldn't do it. Like, you know, my time is limited now and I right. just don't want right. to devote time to it. Well, and that makes sense. You know, you got to pick and choose now, right? Yeah. Be more selective. So um we're obviously still pandemic bound so there's not a lot going on in terms of events um but it would be nice later this year if we could get you out and about so if you're a listener if you're listening to this podcast either later on or whatever and you want joe to come and see you at your local bookstore your house. I'm coming to your house. in the middle of the night make snacks <laughs> and play video games he's bringing an x5 and, uh, but if you do, if you want to see him come to town and, you know, hit up a bookstore, let us know, visit us on the web, brickcavemedia.com. You can hit his bookstore, website. Bookstore, library, a school. I'm yeah. Not, I haven't time I talked at my daughter's school. No. Oh my God. <laughs> so she was going to this uh, school in Scottsdale. Um, I think it was Basis. It's called Basis. And she's like, yeah, can you come talk to my class? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. I mean, she was in a class. There's only like 13 people in her class. Yeah. But when I got there, the entire school, like they had every teacher and every student all come to one room to ask me questions. And, you know, I kind of, you know, I kind of have that, you know, PTSD anxiety thing where I don't like to speak in front of groups. I could totally just see you freeze up, just be like. So, well, I didn't freeze <laughs> up. I just kind of depersonalized for the entire thing. <laughs> so I was on autopilot. But, <laughs> but 
yeah, everybody showed up there to ask questions. <laughs> and then, like, half the questions they asked didn't even have anything to do with my books. I mean, they asked about what it's like to be a, a writer and to write stories, but then it was all like, you know, what TV shows do you watch? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, sh- they were how old? Because uh, this is a while ago. Yeah, I was going to say, they, were, they yeah. weren't really old enough. Yeah, they were young. No, yeah. these were the teachers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the teachers were asking me questions, too. <laughs> how much money does an author make? Like, not enough to actually do not it. Not enough yeah, to do <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, what else do I want to ask you? What else do you no, want to tell? No, what else do you want to say? You would be more prepared. Take some notes. You'd think. You some questions you'd think. <laughs> I'm out busy selling your books. That's what it is. Um, what's, what's the next manuscript you've got? Come on now. Tell these people. Tell these five people what you're working on. Because so, I don't even know. That's why I'm asking. Well, I have a few stories that, like I said, that I started taking yeah. notes on. And I think I even sent you one. like, Or maybe I sent it to, to Sharon. I sent her the Scrivener file for this one that I had an idea for. But, uh, I don't know. It seemed like overplayed. It was basically a, it was a school where um, every like, where monster children would go. So, like, if, like, whatever, vampire, werewolves, any kind of monster you can think of, like, if they had kids, they would send them to the school to teach them how to survive in society where they don't get caught. They can stay hidden. But, you know, they've got rules that they need to live by. So hunters also send their children to this same school. So the people who enforce the rules that the monsters have to live by all go to school together and they learn. So that they're not separated and they don't end up, like, hating each other right, or feeling right. like they're at odds. They, they're actually a community where they're supposed to work together. So anyway, I, I kind of put that one aside, and I started working on another story I wanted to do after watching, um, what's it called, Last Kingdom? You watched that mm-hmm. on Netflix? No. Uh, so it's, Dude, I haven't watched, like, watched anything in a year. A, a medieval England kind of story. But anyway, I wanted to do something that um, was kind of more realistic and it was kind of far removed from magic, so it was still a fantasy story, but magic would be much more rare. Okay. And then I also wanted to kind of add an element, almost like a Dragon Riders of Perth, where there was another planet nearby that, or the Crumb Moon, whatever, mm-hmm. where other life at a certain phase would come down and infect the world. And... <clears throat> It would almost have like a uh, like a zombie effect. Oh. So like it would drop these these crystals onto the ground, and the crystals can be used to make like a really strong metal. But what it, it the way it'll turn out to be is that the crystals actually infect people, and then when you use the bones of the infected people, it makes the metal stronger, like carbon content. Yeah, kind yeah, of thing. yeah. So that, that that would be like a big secret that this needs to keep from everyone. Man. Just, but anyway, uh, so uh, that you've just told all your listeners about. It's, it's not important that important to the story. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, but anyway, it was just a, it would be another like a medieval story that had it would be less about magic and more about society. Like it right. would be more character driven. So uh, almost like a, almost like a rags to riches kind of thing, where I wanted the main character to have started off in nobility, where his parents lose everything, right. and he has to build up from scratch. Okay, but. I didn't get far. I didn't get too far with that one. So 
I'm mostly kicking around ideas. Like whenever I watch something and I see somebody else, you know, do something, it kind of motivates me to do right. a similar to story. Tinker with like stuff. That. Yeah. 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 But uh, I don't have anything solid right now. That's cool. All right. I haven't well. been motivated enough to sit down and type something. So, uh, readers. You have a mission. You have to go to Joe's website, which uh, I think I just did maintenance on this weekend. Noticed he hasn't posted on it in a while. Uh, but uh, go to his website or go to the BC Book Club and post. We need more Joe books. Um, the other thing you can do is get a copy of Wardens and put a review anywhere. On Amazon, on Barnes & Noble. Just get it. Put a review on it. Um I'm pretty comfortable saying you're going to love this book. I, I'm I'm digging it a ton. I know Sharon is loving it. She probably thinks it's the best thing you've written. Um, so it's definitely worth your time to go out and get a copy of this. And you can get it anywhere. Local bookstore. You can order it online from us. You can order it online from Barnes & Noble or iTunes or wherever you get your books. And, uh, and then let's celebrate this. So it's a week from Sunday is the day that it's officially available. I would love to see some listeners go out on Sunday and say that they got it, whether, you know, ebook or paperback or whatever, and, and post a picture saying, Hey, got it. Um, you know, if you're really aggressive and you want to quick read it and tell us what you think, uh, we'll actually do, I forget what time we're doing the, uh, zoom. So, uh, check on the brick cave website. Cause I put that whole schedules out there. We did. So you can actually go to the, you can go to the BC book club and uh, I'm posting trivia questions on there this up until that week. And then I just did, I just did a contest. There's a contest that started Sunday and it runs till tomorrow. Um, gosh, now I'm trying to think of what the contest was. It was, um, I don't remember it just flew right out of my head right out of my head all right so um go to the bc book club forums there is actually a uh, giveaways and contest forum you can check in there you'll see the the details of it um but you can win ebook copies of any of joe's books because we're gonna celebrate all of his books because this is what seven seventh book um and so this will be exciting and uh and there you go so with that, uh, thank you for taking the time to listen to the Brickade Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Nelson, and you can listen to archives of these podcasts anywhere you get your podcasts. So whether it's uh, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever, just wherever you get podcasts, you can get the old the old editions of this. They're a lot of fun. Not all of them have Joe on them, but you know nobody's perfect. So um, thank you, Joe, for taking the time to be a part of today's podcast. Welcome. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll check back in with him next week Sunday. Yeah.